Welcome to the Guardrail Podcast. This is a podcast about what it looks like when you ask God to give you eyes to see and ears to hear. We describe all the many things God has shown us as we have pursued a deeper walk with Him. I'm Rachel. And I'm Fa. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to the Guardrail highly Podcast. liked, highly voted. Highly rated. Yeah. <laughs> Reviewed. Thanks for choosing us. Mm-hmm. The podcast yes. from K-Love. What was that called? I don't know. But if you were on our Instagram, <laughs> if you follow us on Instagram, the Guardrail Podcast, you will see that we were nominated. K-Love Fan Awards, mm-hmm. number one podcast. Yes, we were. Thank you. That was us. Nominated we by won. me. We won. <laughs> Did it even happen yet? <laughs> it was Sunday. Okay. Well, who won? I don't know. Okay. Well, anyway, we won in our hearts and minds, which is the only thing that matters. In Jesus' eyes, we won. Yeah. Um, We're number one for Jesus. We are number one for Jesus every time. <laughs> Amen. Jeez. Feeling the spirit on that one. Yeah. Um. All right. So, welcome back. Yes, if you haven't back. already gone to our Instagram, you should follow us and like us and subscribe to us and all the things that people say. Because we want to share with you. About Hit that notification Jesus. bell. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> that it. we don't have. That's right. Imaginary bell. Um, yeah, but we're glad that we have your ear and we don't take that for granted. So yeah. we are very grateful um, for the opportunity to share some of the things that God has been showing us. Um, it's been a week, it's been a couple weeks here of just interesting vibes. But definitely learning some things. Jesus is showing us some stuff. We're growing. All the good things. Yeah, you know? that's true. Um, some exciting things happening in our lives. For one, Fa is becoming an American. Yeah, that which will is happen Thursday. It's when this podcast aired. is released. Yeah. It, you could be listening to it. We'll be on the birthday of Fa's yeah. American birthday. <laughs> and I'll be taking the oath the oath yes so the american finally fa has fulfilled his dreams and become a real (laughs) person (laughs) because he's american (laughs) well you already bought the truck which is really the the real status of americanism bought the truck now i need the guns Uh uh-huh well and i need to vote wow yes and some fireworks mixed in to that not in the state of massachusetts are we not allowed no my God. Fireworks are not allowed in the state. We have never. To tyranny. This is where fireworks. it all began. <laughs> I know. Right? This tyranny is unspeakable. But anyway, we should move on. Yeah. But exciting things happening for us. Um, so I'm going to lead into this. What's one of the exciting things happening is, is that I have written a children's book. Nice. And it is in the process of being published. And. This is a direct result of what I'm going to talk about tonight. Nice. Um, about what God has shown me in his goodness and and how it kind of works with Jesus. Like, um, And what I mean by that is, you know, the last couple episodes have been talking about, you know, seeing things uh, in, in the manner of like, um, we're going fishing with Jesus and, you know, we're at the, the pond and we're resting and we are, um, he's teaching me how to fish, but really it's Jesus that's fishing. Like I don't even, um, you know, 
really do much. I'm just with Jesus. I'm just following. And that's the whole point. And one of the things that God showed me, we were at the, at the, one of these, one of the times I'm praying, like God showing me, um, he's taking me fishing and, um, well, I should backtrack. So I want to describe like this one scenario where I was pretty disappointed and, um, I may have already kind of mentioned this before. Um, but you know, we have our, our little like house meetings where we just worship and pray and encourage each other. And, um, Fa invited one of his friends and one of his friends came and it was just like such a good time. Um, and we weren't really sure if this friend was necessarily a believer or not. We weren't yeah. really sure. Um, but you know, we prayed over him. It was just like a really nice time. He was happy. He left. And then like, we kept inviting him weeks later and he didn't come. And so we're like, oh, what, yeah. a, you know, and, um, he texted Fa like later and he was like, Hey, listen, um, stop texting me. <laughs> <laughs> he did not say that. I don't know what he said, but he was just like, uh, it's not my thing. Yeah. Uh, Which luck. I really appreciate because yeah. other people would just like not tell you anything. They just ghost you. Yeah. Yeah, no, he was at least decent about it. Yeah, he was just he was like, hey, you know what? I don't, person. I don't really view God that way. And, yeah. you know, you do your thing. I do mine, but uh, I'm not coming no more. Don't invite me, basically. <laughs> to summarize, and that's fine. Um, I really like that, actually. Yeah, okay. Well, I didn't. <laughs> I guess I'm not as good as you. <laughs> I like honesty. I was like, what the heck? I was like, dang, we prayed over him. Like, I prayed over him, and Jesus, like, I... I cried because I cry when I pray and yeah. like it was good, you know, like how did he not like experience God's presence then, you know, and yeah. whatever. Right. And so it left me. And this is the thing, like, you know, you're not supposed to get disappointed about that stuff. Like, Hey, it happens. You just keep praying for him, whatever. But like, I couldn't help but feel disappointed um, mm. or just feel a certain sad, you yeah. know, it's kind of like, ah, and then it was like, Oh my God. And then we had another meeting and, I knew the Holy Spirit was leading in a certain direction and we're like going there, but it didn't look exactly like what I thought it should have looked like. I feel like maybe I didn't say the right things or, and I was maybe pushing in a way. Um, it just felt like maybe I messed it up or it wasn't right or I don't know. And then like I, that whole next week I was like, Oh my God, no one's coming back. Like yeah. this kid told us to basically go, I don't know, like eat kick rocks, kick rocks. That's it. Go kick rocks. That's what I meant to say. Anyway, I was feeling sad because I was like, oh my God, no one's coming back to our meetings. Even though we don't have any real, like, there's no agenda for our meetings. We just feel like God told us to do it and it's been really good. And, but I was like, ah, no one's coming back. Like the things I say are too weird and like I screwed it up and it was just too much and blah, blah, blah. So like the whole like week I'm like beating myself up and thinking like disappointed because I'm like mm. once you kind of get hit with one thing like that kid saying he didn't want to come back because he like like legitimately just <laughs> was not interested like it, yeah you know it's like oh okay well, what if everyone else thinks like that too and people are just showing up because they like me not fa but me and you know <laughs> <laughs> um and they feel bad for me or something you know it's like yeah. your mind goes in places and who knows it still could be the truth um but anyway i'm like feeling like crap and, and so i bring it to god and i'm like god i why do i feel so terrible about this like this is just i don't want to feel bad i know i'm not supposed to like yeah. i know i'm not 
these, this things happen, you know? And immediately again, we're at the pond, we're fishing and, um, I'm, I'm praying, you know, okay, like God, what are we, what are we doing? We're fishing. Okay. Like, and Jesus has his picnic basket there with him. He has the fishing pole and I'm fishing with Jesus and I'm talking to Jesus. I'm like, Jesus, like, why, like, why didn't he want to come back to our meetings? Like, are they terrible? Like, what are we terrible? Like, did we screw it up? Like, why was the last meeting? I felt so weird about it. I messed it up. I pushed too hard. I said the wrong things, whatever. Like, why do I feel like crap basically? Mm. And so, um, what I began to see is that like Jesus had a fish on the hook. Um, and so he's like, like he cast out his line, you know, he's fishing, he, 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 he gets a fish and he's like pulling, reeling in the fish. Mm-hmm. And then just as he's about to like put the net out to catch the fish, the fish let go and it just got off the hook and went back into the water. And, um, and he was like, you forget that sometimes we may think that we have fish, like we caught a fish Yeah. and, but you forget that fish still have their own will. Mm. and they can choose to let go and it doesn't matter how good you did how enticing you were as far as like a worm goes you know what I mean yeah. for a fish or you know it doesn't matter what you said how you betrayed me what you did what you thought however how great the presence was the fish still have a will people yeah. still have a will they can still say no and it may, and it can be disappointing he was like it is disappointing when you think you have a fish and you reel it in and it lets go yeah and I was like yeah I feel disappointed. I feel disappointed. It's a great picture. Yeah. To explain something to you. Yeah. I think that's why he gave me that picture. Yeah. (laughs) You gloss over things like that too quickly because... You're right. I do. I I don't know what other people perceive to be amazing. To me, it's just like, God showed me this and I'm... Yeah, you're not... You're like, you're saying like a hundred things. God showed me this, this, that, that. I'm like, whoa. So down. You know what I mean? Like that's what you're saying is like amazing. Well, um, I you have mentioned already that I plow through everything. So discuss it. Not only this thing that, you know, God is showing you now. Well, first of all, let's back it up a little bit. You have a an emotion that, you know, it's not a good one. Mm-hmm. And you're coming to God and saying, God, why do I feel this way? Whatever. And then God is like, okay, let me show you what's happening to you and he gives you a picture and yeah. he just uses that picture to teach you to explain things to you in a way that you can understand you know what I mean and it's just mind-blowing to me um the other day you said I'm not gonna say what it is so don't give me a look okay the other day you had some sort of feeling too <laughs> and it's <laughs> have a lot of feelings <laughs> and it's like um oh god why am i you you go to god and you're like why am i feeling this way or whatever and i knew what you're feeling like and i was worried that you're gonna take this particular issue and just stop doing it yeah and i was like oh my god she's gonna stop doing this yeah i'm either gonna have to do it or this is gonna have <laughs> to like be put on the shelf or something mm-hmm. but god just gives you another picture and he, yeah, and he uses things from your work, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, in your career and stuff. Yeah, and he was like, "This is what is happening to you." Yeah, and he goes, "But you know, don't 
be afraid. This is what I'm doing. And he showed and he and he showed you, you know, what your role was, what his role was, and what the end result is. You yeah. know what I mean? And that was the most amazing thing of all of the things that you're saying. It's like how God is dealing with everything that's happening to yeah. you. Because you could be stuck on something like this for forever, for months. Mm-hmm. This could easily kill like a facet of your life. Like this, you're supposed to flourish in this area, but you didn't because, you know, you let this feeling take away mm-hmm. that blessing or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's amazing. It's true. And I think, you know, God is always going to relate to us um, personally. Yeah. You know, things that we understand. Yeah. Um, And I just don't think we always give him the opportunity to. Yeah. You know, for me personally, like whenever I have a feeling, <laughs> as you've described it, yeah. I used to just call my mom and be like, you know, yeah. this and that, or talk to you or just get over it myself. Um, And then the problem with that is, is that you get their opinion your mom's opinion Mm, about it you get your mom's understanding and logic on it and not god's and god's is the only one that's perfect and exactly what you need to hear so what i've learned is like oh my okay wait a minute i'm supposed to come to god first (laughs) yeah every time come to jesus every time and it's so perfect all the time yeah it always it always hits this moment you allowed the moment you allow god to explain something to you and take it over and just deal with it for you like it's solved Mm -hmm. it's done talking about perfect peace yeah yeah cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you yeah you know this reminds me of uh wouldn't the apostle paul talk about like um running a race or whatever to get a prize and stuff like these are things that he cared about you know like yeah He's like a sports fan or something. Maybe. <laughs> and, then, and then God would explain something to him in yeah. that fashion. You know what I mean? Well, more or less, he's actually explaining to, is it Corinth? Yeah. Is it but Corinthians, he, right? Yeah, Where he but talks in order about for that. him to But the explain? Corinthians had their own Olympic Games. I yeah. forget what they're called. So he's trying to relate it to them so that they could understand. But Jesus does the same thing to us. You know, like takes things that are in our world that we understand and have like that are tangible to us and and take something that's going on and, and relates it to us so yeah. that we can understand it's personalized yeah so i think what you're trying to say is like paul was personalizing it to the the corinthians no, Wasn't he, spoke, the corinthians, right? he spoke their language right yeah which is crazy right you can't so many people today just um i don't know use examples and stuff that doesn't fit other people's lives you know what i mean like you right you i can't go up there and say things that relate to my work and try to explain the things of god to people because it's not mm. gonna matter to people unless you're yeah. like it nerd or something you know what i mean like yeah i don't even know what you're talking about half the time when you describe you, the things you say do you even so. know what i do for work that's yes i do Okay. I do. What do I do? Mm, you are a cloud engineer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, let's move on. Yeah. So I so, like so I like your pictures and I like how God shows you things. It's fascinating. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely can't take credit for it, but it's funny because this isn't unique to me. I'm not special. I know. 
God speaks to you uniquely. Like yeah. he speaks to everybody uniquely. It's yeah. a matter of how, you know what a, a big part of this is, is recognizing mm. that it's God speaking to you. Yeah. That's a bigger, I realized like that God has always showed me things. I've always ignored them. Yeah. I've said too. this before countless times on here. Like it's, it's a matter of recognizing and, and pulling at that thread because God's speaking to you and he's showing you something, but you think it's your imagination or you think it's the enemy or you think it's because you watched that on TV last night and it popped up again in your brain and you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. You know what's yeah. funny? Um, God will, uh, he will use your identity. He uses the things you like and he, he will fashion things in a way that it fits your life. Yeah. And then you look at that and you go, oh, that's not God, that's me. Yeah. But that's who you're mistaken is like God is using your language to talk to you. Like no one else does that. Yeah. You have to know a person so well to be able to explain things to them in that manner. It's yeah. just like Yeah. It's crazy. Absolutely. It's insane. Um but to say all that, I'll continue on. If you were I'll allow it. Okay, thank you. So um yeah, so I mean like uh you know the fish let go, right? And so I'm like, oh my gosh it's just awful because what do I do, God? What do I do with this disappointment? Why am I so disappointed? Like the fish let go, I get it. The fish has its own will. People have their own will. They're going to make their own decisions. And it doesn't matter how good you were and how you presented yourself and how how eloquently you shared and bared God's heart with those people, they can still look away. They can still let go. And I'm like, what do you do about that, Jesus? Like, what do I do about this disappointment? And, and he was like, well, you're right. It is disappointing. But he said, you're not supposed to be disappointed. And I was like, well, what am I I'm not supposed to feel anything about this? Like, I'm not supposed to care. And he said, you only feel disappointed is because your eyes are on the fish and not on me. He said, you shouldn't even be aware yeah. of the fish on the line because the fact is, is that your eyes are supposed to be on me. And if your eyes are on me, you're not going to be disappointed. And I'm constantly reminded of that verse in Isaiah about how I wait on the Lord and he'll renew my strength and I will rise up on wings of eagles, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and it's, it's that understanding that as I wait or as I hope or as I expect from God, I will be on the wings of eagles. And, um, but it's as soon as I put my hope and my expectation in anything else, I put my yeah. hope, my expectation in the fish, catching fish, I will get disappointed. Yeah. Um, and as I say constantly, because I love this verse in Proverbs, it's like hope deferred makes the heart sick. Mm. The heart is only going to get sick when hope's deferred. Your hope is only going to be deferred when it is placed in something other than God. Yeah. Um. So what he was saying is like, well, yeah, you're going to be disappointed if you look at the fish, but you're supposed to look at my eyes. You're supposed yeah. to look at me. Yeah, I won't yeah. disappoint you. Mm. And and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I was looking at the fish. I was looking at the meetings. I wasn't looking at God. Yeah. I wasn't looking at it as if this is God's meeting and God's running the show. I was looking at the people. And I'm going to get disappointed in people because they're going to disappoint me every time. But Jesus will never disappoint me. And so... As I'm, I'm, I'm in this and I'm looking and I, what I, I'm, I'm like fishing with Jesus and I'm like casting my line and stuff. But then I'm like, how do I look, how do I not look at the fish if I'm fishing, yeah. you know? And I was like, how do I not look at the pond if I'm fishing? How do I not look at the pole if I'm fishing? 
and still look at Jesus? How do I do both these things and still look at Jesus? Like that doesn't seem possible to me because I have to look at what I'm doing. And then I began to realize is that as I kept my eyes on Jesus, I was copying Jesus' movements. So like Jesus was casting his line, so I cast my line. And, um, you know, Jesus was reeling in, I reeled it in. I was just copying his movements. And then I begin to ask God, I'm like, wait a minute, this still is like weird though, because I still need to look at what I'm doing, you know, and I can't look at what I'm doing and look at Jesus at the same time. And then I was like, I began to realize, and I'm like, wait, do I have a pole, God? Do I have anything in my hands? Huh. And then I saw the broader picture. And what I saw was I didn't have a pole. I didn't have the pole. Yeah. I was just mimicking his motions. And I was like, what? Wait a minute. I'm not actually fishing. (laughs) Jesus is fishing. Wow. What I'm doing is copying his motions. And what people see is me copying the motions of Jesus. And what I'm seeing is Jesus fishing. And that's the whole like, come follow me as I follow Christ is like, I'm actually, I never have the ability to catch a fish. Yeah. I've never had the ability to set anyone free. I've never had the ability to, to heal anybody. I've never had the ability to, um, change someone's heart or do anything. I don't do yeah. any of that yeah. stuff. We don't have the ability to do that. What we have is the ability to follow and copy and through our motions, people lead are led to Jesus. Yeah. Because we are just copying what Jesus is doing. And Jesus even talks about this. He's like, I don't say anything that I haven't heard the Father say. Right. I don't do anything that I haven't heard the Father do. Right. Like, I'm not working outside of the Father. I'm just copying the Father. I'm just copying Jesus. And people following us are, are just following our motions because we're copying Jesus. Does it make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. And so I was like, oh my I God. I forgot about that. Oh my God. I'm like, I don't even have a pole. I'm not even the one fishing. So why would I need to look at the fish? I just need to look at Jesus. Yeah. He makes me a fisher of men because my motions are in response to his motions. Mm. My motions are in uh, a mimicking mode. So it's like, he, that's that's the whole follow and I'll make you a fisherman. Right. People think, oh, we follow, we look away and we become fishermen. So he's, we're just, we're fishing. No, we never have a pole. We're never the ones fishing. Jesus is always the one fishing. And it actually gives us an incredible amount of freedom and peace and pre- like it releases the pressure off of us completely because it's never us that's doing anything. Yeah. Our responsibility is to be with Jesus and copy what he's doing. And I was like, of course I became disappointed. I took my eyes off Jesus to do the things that I thought he was asking me to do. The thing he asks me to do is to copy him. That's it. So right, when he's right. going fishing, I go fishing. When he is resting, I rest. And when he is, you know, I don't know, whatever, praying for somebody, I pray for somebody. When he's talking to somebody, I talk. I just copy the things he's saying. That's all my responsibility is. And so with that being said, I was like, oh my God. So I had to repent because I took my eyes off Jesus, even for a second, like even for what I thought was like legitimate, like, oh, I'm doing the Lord's work here. No, right. No, that's not right. <laughs> we're we're just supposed to copy. I don't think we have to. We are doing things. We are active in our copying motions. Things are happening when we copy Jesus. But yeah, our like responsibility. When Peter is looked to, away and then he sank because he looked away. Exactly. Yeah, and I like we said this like 15 times already because it's so important. It's just like you look away, you sink. Yeah. Every time. Mm. 
So because I understand my responsibility, you know, obviously God's been showing me to do these different things. And I've had like this inclination. Um, and I, that's probably not the right word. I don't know. I feel like God, the whole, the Holy Spirit was telling me, he's like, Hey, you got to write this down. I, I've had numerous people tell me you need to write a book and you need to write children's books. Like I've had two words now, like, like, Hey, I see you writing children's books. Mm. And then like someone else is like, yeah, like children's book. Like, and then me and my mom too. And these are all separated. Like I didn't share that. Oh, this person said this. Yeah. These were all like confirmations basically. Right. And I were already feeling that way. So I was like, okay, God, like, do you want me to write a children's book? Like, how do I, I don't even know how to, I don't know how to write a book. I mean, I know how to write a book in theory. Like you write words down yeah. and then somehow it becomes a book, but I have no idea how to do any of that. I don't even know what to say or what it looks like. I have no idea about anything. But I feel a certain way. So I was like praying about it. And I'm like, Jesus, I don't know what I'm supposed to do because this has just flipped the script on all of what I understand being a follower of Christ is. Because you're telling me that instead of just going out and doing something and then asking you to bless it, um, instead what I should do is just follow you and just do what you're doing and it will already be blessed because you're doing it. Yeah. So how do I do that? What does that even look like? Like, how do I do something, um, with you and not for you? You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> it's mind blowing. So this is a thing, like it's, it's flipping the script on like Christianity to me. Cause I'm like, Oh my God. All I know what is what I've seen. So it's like you get saved, you go to Bible school, you start a church and the church like, you know, has like 30 people in it and then it grows and then you're like, okay, we have to expand. We buy a building and then we have to ask God, please God pay for this building. Something like that, you know, it's like, but wait, did God ask you to buy that building or you just like felt like you needed to do that or something? You know what I'm trying to say? And why I point that out is because every time. It's like, we got to pray for the funds for this building. We're believing. Yeah. When is it when God tells you to do something versus when you do it like on your own? It's like, where's the line when, you know, how do you know, how do you know if God told you to do something versus like you, you're doing that on your own? You know what I mean? Like when God's blessing. Yeah. So with this is basically like flip the script on what it means to be a follower of Christ and like doing things because we know like, okay, God's called us to certain things, but what does that actually look like now? Because now what you're telling me is that all I have to do is copy you. So that means that my job and my active goal is to keep my eyes on you so that I can copy you. How do you do that on earth while you're in heaven, Jesus, or you're inside me on earth, you know, like I don't actually physically see you. How do I do that? You know? And so I'm praying about this. I'm like, I don't know how at all to do this. This is a new thing for me. It's like what I'm used to is like, okay, you become saved. You, you know, I don't decide you're going to go to the ministry or something. You become a pastor. Okay. Good. um, Good analogy for this is like when I went to Bible school, um, <laughs> there was a bunch of people there that couldn't afford to be there and were taking out a tons of loans, had no money to eat. Literally, I knew somebody that, um, didn't have food and had no money to buy food. And this person was eating like ketchup packets. Like oh, wow. there was no, like, okay, like that's crazy. Right. Yeah. Um, 
and so like this person prayed and like random things happened like oh like people out of nowhere no one knew this person's situation that they like literally had no food and didn't have you know whatever um like groceries were left outside their door things like that like awesome faith type of things you know yeah and yeah god's provision god shows up like oh god's gonna make a way when there seems to be no way faith this is what we're familiar with yeah okay good now versus you go to bible school and you have no money and then you drop out of bible school um because god did not supply your needs but what if god never called you to go to bible school and you went and did something yeah and then god never said to do it or maybe you thought he did and i don't know and then you were just asking god to bless it for you so like where's the line between acts of faith and acts of our own will and then asking god to bless our will right you know, it doesn't make any sense. Like obedience versus uh, you do something on your own. You know what I mean? Sort of like it's like oh, you know, I don't know. You have you have, there's there's plenty of examples of churches that have were were did well, and then like all these people came, and then they're like, oh, we have to buy a building that we can't afford, <laughs> and then they bought this building they can't afford, and now every Sunday is about let's pray for all the money that we don't have so we can afford this building. And it's like, we're praying in faith and faith and faith. But like, what if God never asked you to buy that building? Yeah. Like, so here's the dilemma with me. It's like, how do I figure out how to live by faith and walk by faith uh, and keep my eyes on him and distinguish between what is something I'm doing because I think that's what God says and then asking God to bless it. For instance, this podcast. It's like, did God ask us to do it? We believe so. Um, and we ask God to bless it. But what if God never like told right. us to do this? Mm-hmm. And like, if it's not going to go anywhere and we keep asking God to bless something that he's never sanctioned. Right. Does this make any sense? Like, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to piece it together. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, like, there are so many scenarios where like Christians have have used faith to fuel their endeavors when it was never something God was doing. Jesus wasn't in that. I'll give you a good example. Um, a lot of people will um, accept Christ or whatever, become Christians, and then they are in this culture where they imitate each other. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, there's a pastor or there's a worship leader or whatever, and people start to imitate other people that they admire or whatever, but I was going to say it's fine, but it's not fine. It's the culture of the church to, mm-hmm. you know, you get in there and you, it seems like you're in a factory where people just make the same product over and over again. You know what I mean? Like yeah. people, people look the same. They talk the same. They all do the same things. And, you know, it's just, if there's no identity in there, you know what I mean? Like when God's calling you to be a different type of person that he's calling you to be who he wants you to be but instead you're trying to be somebody else you know what i mean yeah and that way you will hinder um what god wants to do in your life yeah you know what i mean yeah and um that's something that's happened to me because when this had all happened to us when we started to have visions about you know people and us and our lives and stuff you would often have all this revelation about things. 
and I would try to do the same, and then all of a sudden there's a realization that, wait a second, what if I'm not supposed to do the same things that you are doing? What if I'm supposed to do different? Yeah. To be different, you know? Um, and then all this weight lifted off of me, you know, other things started happening to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, God didn't want me to be you. He wanted me to be me. Yeah. 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 Which is really weird. No, it's but not it, weird. No, no, no. It's, <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> imitating each other is really weird. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But that's, but that's what happens. That's a product that's born out of religion and not relationship. Yeah. Is we'll just copy each other. It's like, oh, they're fishing over there. I'm going to go fish too. But Jesus isn't fishing. Like, go figure out where Jesus is and go look at Jesus and copy what Jesus is doing. Yeah. It. Whenever we have these scenarios, it's like, it's always a product of like, we took our eyes off of Jesus and, you know, religion has systems and structures and it has production lines and cookie cutter, whatever. Mm. And so if we start copying like, okay, the next logical step here is I go to Bible school and but God didn't call me to Bible school. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. Well, well pe- like, people will take a formula, you know, that God's worked in their lives or whatever. Oh, yeah. And then there was like, oh, first you do this and then second you do yeah. that. And then you keep just going down this checklist. Right. That wasn't meant for you. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Um, the world does that too, by the way. That's how they indoctrinate people and stuff. And you can just see in the media today, like the way people deal with politics and, you know, social issues or whatever. And everybody's just spewing the same things over and over again. And, um, and it's just this indoctrination when in reality, if somebody sticks a microphone in your face and asks you a question like about what you believe, um, you're going to trip over yourself because it's not something that you actually believe. It's just something Mm. that you've been told. Yeah. Like you don't actually have any thought behind it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it's 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 interesting that that's a tool used to manipulate people and, and honestly rob them of their um, identity. You know what I mean? Like no one can have an identity anymore or original thought. Everybody just spewing out what everybody else is saying. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. I get it happens everywhere. I mean, but. Um... Yeah, it's it's in it's important to have a relationship with Jesus. Yeah. To loop it back. <laughs> um because religion is looking at the fish. The fish, the fish produce, you know. <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah. And we'll keep making moves in response to what we're seeing. Um but so I, I don't know. We, I feel like we went on a tangent here, but um <laughs> What I'm trying to say is, is like, for me, my question is, is like, gosh, how, what does it actually look like to follow God? Like actually, and not follow each other, not just, you know, keep doing the, the system um, of church. What does it actually mean to follow the Holy Spirit and like keep our eyes on Jesus? Um, and what does it actually look like to not have to worry about like the end product? Because I think that's the big thing, too. It's like, oh, how many fish you got in your barrel? Like, your church got a lot of people right, over there. Right, 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 yeah. You know? Um, but anyway, to say that, I'm talking to Jesus, and I'm like, I don't know what the, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to follow you. I don't know how to keep my eyes on you and just copy you. I literally don't know what that looks like. Okay, so I feel like, God, you're telling me to write a Christian uh, children's book. How do I do that? 
How do I actually write it and keep my eyes on you at the same time? Like, I don't get how I do that. And I I saw myself at the pond with Jesus. He's fishing. And I'm like, Jesus, okay, I want to write a a children's book. So I'm going to do that. And I was like, but like, well, actually first I was like, am I supposed to? And he's like, yeah, you can do that. Um, actually I should back up. I asked him about a couple things. I was like, okay, Jesus. Um, now I think what you're going to talk about, it's something that really shocked me when you said it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it did. I think it did. Um, here's the thing. So there's a couple of different things going on with us. So, you know, I've been invited to, to speak, uh, at a church, you know, and I'm praying about that because I'm like, oh my God, is this the start to something? Like what's going on? You know, do you even want me to do that? God, like, am I even supposed to go there? Cause now I have this new concept of like, I'm just supposed to follow. So like, Hey, I need to make sure I'm seeing Jesus do that first before I go and do it. So like, again, I don't know how to do this. Well, it's yeah. not something new. Um, it's something new that I don't understand well, because I don't think it's been modeled very well, unfortunately. Yeah. And so I'm praying, I'm like, okay, God, am I supposed to have like, um, I'm asking him, I'm like, okay, Jesus, am I supposed to write, um, a children's book? And, and he was like, yeah, you can, you can write it if you want. And I was like, okay. I'm like, that was uneventful. Like, I thought you'd be like, yes, do it in the name of the Lord. I have blessed you. Do it in my name. Yes, exactly. Um, no, he was like, yeah, if you want to, sure. And I was like, okay, all right. So, like, I grab my little laptop and I'm sitting by Jesus and I'm like typing away. And, but the thing is, though, is like, how do you look at Jesus and type? And he's at the pond with me. He's fishing. I'm supposed to keep my eyes on him all yeah. the time, like, mm. not look away for a moment and I'm typing and I'm like, I'm asking him, like, I don't understand how to do this. How do I do something? Um, how do I do it? And then keep my eyes on you at the same time. I can't write a book and look at you. Yeah. And, and then, and, um, I'm like doing this and I saw as I'm like looking, I'm with Jesus. So it seemed okay. And I'm typing. And then all of a sudden I start to see that I start like turning my body away from him a little bit, just slowly, not a lot but just slowly turning away and I'm typing and I'm like with Jesus. So it seems okay. And, and then I start inching away from Jesus because I'm typing and my eyes are focused on typing and not Jesus. And I start inching away from him and creating distance. And, uh, to, to eventually I was kind of not close to Jesus anymore. I was still in the picture, but I just was not next to him anymore. Right. And I was like, what the heck God, how do I don't, what am I supposed to do? I don't understand this. And I'm like, how do I write a book and keep my eyes on you? It seems impossible. How do I do something um, with you and not for you? Yeah. And he was like, why don't you just ask me to give you the book? <laughs> and I was like, Ooh, I can do that. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah. Why don't you just ask me to give it to you? That way... Wow you don't have any risk of looking away from me because I hand it to you. And I was like, okay, yeah. Uh, Jesus, give me a book. He's like, okay. And I was like, wait. (laughs) So I'm back on Jesus. I'm back with Jesus. No laptop in my hands. I'm just watching Jesus. And he hands me a book. And I was like, huh, that's easy. Jesus, what else can I have? <laughs> you know? And I'm like, okay, all right. Jesus, like, can I have a podcast? And he's like, I've already given you a podcast. I was like, okay. 
cool. I'm like, Jesus, like, am, am I supposed to have like a ministry? Like what, like should, can I have a ministry? And he's like, no. And I was like, what? I like didn't expect that answer. <laughs> and he's like, no. He's like, the world does not need another ministry, but they do need relationships. Mm. He's like, I'm going to give you relationships. Yeah. He's like, we don't need any more ministries. We need relationships. And he's like, I'm going to give you relationships. And I was like, oh, all right. Well, I want it. Okay, mm. God. And I, I mean, I'm brought back to uh, Matthew 11 and I'll read it for you. Uh, Matthew 11 said, oh, I'm sorry, that's not right. Matthew 7, 7. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receive. The one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. So I'm like, oh my God, I don't think I've ever understood this concept of asking and receiving wow. is like, so I'm like, okay, God. So like, what does this mean? Is this what it means to keep my eyes on you and follow and do what you're telling me to do? I just ask and you give it to me and that's how I do things. And he was like, yeah, I'm like, okay. So in a way that's how God showed me out. Cause I kept asking him like, how do I keep my eyes on you? But then actually do stuff because I really, really, really don't want to just start doing things because I feel like a certain way about it and then ask God to bless me, like bless it. Like, I don't feel like I have to do that, especially if God gave it to me, it's already blessed. And so now my prayer all the time is like, God, first off, give me the desires of my heart, which doesn't mean the desires that are organic in my heart are not what this scripture is talking about. What it's talking about is you're literally asking God to put desires in your heart that are from him so that he can give them to you. And you right. know, when you ask for them, he gives mm. them to you because he already, he's putting desires in your heart basically. Yeah. So we have, we often take the scripture the wrong way thinking like, Oh Jesus, I want a llama. And then you're like, Jesus can have a llama and you don't get a llama. Well, it's because that desire for a llama didn't come from Jesus, you know? And so it's like, um, the whole point is like, whatever I desire, I'm believing because I ask that desires that are in me are from God. And so I know by faith that he will give them to me because they were already from him. Yeah. And so when I ask, I receive. Yeah. Like saying, God, put the desires in my heart. Like put a desire in my heart that you want me to have. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not, not just fulfill the desire of my heart that came from me. Right. Give me a desire that comes from you and then fulfill it. Yes, exactly. How about, Lord, let's just make it simple. Take all the desires in my heart that are from me, get rid of them, and fill them up with your desires for me. Mm. And that way, I'm Gucci all the time. I mean. That's a good way. It's like the logic is flawless here. You know what I mean? Mm. Instead of just asking God for fulfillment, oh, whatever's in your heart, ask him to put, you know, uh, the feeling in your heart yeah. of what he wants you to have or what he wants you to accomplish. I mean, isn't the Lord's prayer like, Lord, I pray your will, not mine. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's like, you're not going to go wrong by asking God 
to fill you up with all the things that are from him. Mm. Um, so with that being said, shortly after, like a week or two after I was sleeping, I woke up at like three in the morning and I was like, oh my God, I have a book. And I yeah. went to the bathroom <laughs> to sit, I remember that. <laughs> to sit in, in the quiet. And I wrote down this children's book. Like God gave me this children's book, like no lie. And now it is in production or yeah. not production exactly, but it's being published now. Yeah. So likely will be out next February or something, but, um, stay tuned, stay tuned for that. Yeah. So it's just wild to me. That if, but here's the deal though, with all of this, we have to keep our eyes on Jesus. So we need to go to him for our vision, for our literally everything, desires, you know, we have to, it has to be a relationship. It has to be a matter of our eyes are on his face always. If you can do that, you can do anything because he's doing it. Right. The problem is that's actually really hard. Yeah. (laughs) There's a reason why not many people succeed in this um, Mm. because it's freaking hard to keep your eyes on Jesus. There are so many. The enemy does not miss a beat with distracting you and making you look away. Yeah. Um, And it becomes so easy, like so easy to look away and start doing something what you thought even was good. You thought you were looking at Jesus and it just, it becomes tricky. So it's really, really has to come back to coming to Jesus and keeping your eyes on him. Yeah, that's what the enemy is really, really good at. He will 100% convince you to do something else that you think it's what God wants you to do, but it's not what God wants you to do. He's tricking you so you get off like the per- the purpose that God gave you. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he, so he will like give you like a different task or whatever to get you your eyes off the main task or whatever. And he'll make it look good. You know what I mean? He's always done that. That's his like number one that tactic. Yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely true. Mm, yeah, but I think this is a good place to end. Okay. Um, what else are you gonna say? No, that's it. <laughs> um, but let's pray. Okay. You wanna pray? Yeah. Um, dear Jesus, I wanna ask you that you would. Uh, Help us to keep our eyes on you, Lord, and help us to, like Rachel said, desire the things that you want for for us and not our own desires, Lord. I pray that you would just help us to keep our eyes on you and not the fish. Um, Help us to keep our hope in you, Father, so we would not be disappointed. I pray that you teach people to sit and look at you and uh, not worry about anything else, not worry about fish, not worry about buildings or you know programs or whatever it is father that people are just trying to get done for you help people to open their eyes to what it's truly um, necessary what is truly needed which is to look at you and not look at works and not look at you know fish or people father to just help them to fix their eyes on you and not look away in the name of Jesus, we pray and we thank you for everything you've been doing. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Hope you have a good week. Yeah. Like us on Instagram <laughs> and Facebook. <laughs> yes. We'll see you See soon. you next week.